All right, you guys, we are back. It is your favorite Bound Liquor Girls, and we are back with another episode. And on this one, we're talking about... What y'all know about that? Okay, Usher said it back. Usher said it best. We are talking about papers and the process of divorce and prenups, prenups children, money, mansions, uh, finances, all of that. Because listening. it's important. We know that like not all relationships work all the time. So while we do want to discuss the important, the happy things, we want to also discuss, you know, what if it doesn't work out for for uh, lesbian couples that's married? Like, what happens in that process? So, Especially when you have children, and that's what this episode is really going to be geared towards. Uh, we want you to protect yourself. I actually had to ask a lot of questions as well because I love you, babe. Mm-hmm. I have a son. My son is 25. My son is grown. My baby ain't never had a, a child before. So this is going to be a process that we do together. So later on down the line, once we start this process, we're really going to have to look into the laws uh, in Florida because that's where we live out right now on co-parenting. Uh, just in case if anything was to happen to me, not even in a negative way, I could pass away. She could pass away. So this is important, you know what I'm saying, for us to go in, make sure that we are safe and that we have all of our information together going into these type of processes so that we're not caught off guard. We definitely got a special guest as well that we're going to bring into the mix. Her name is Brianna. She definitely has went through some things and she's going to give us a lot of information so that we can have, you know, some notes on what it is that we need to do once we start these processes of getting married, having children, and things like that. Okay. And before we get into the episode, let's talk about our brown liquor drink of the week. So this brown liquor drink of the week, we're just going to keep it simple. It's going to be a Armoretta Sour. Armoretta Sour? No. You don't want to do Armoretta Sour? I thought it was going to be a Washington Apple. Okay, so I feel like we just did Crown, though, with the other episode earlier on this season. We're going to keep it simple. Uh, Sandria... No, right? no, no, that's not simple. That's not simple. <laughs> no, because there's a lot of stuff you got to some shit. Oh my god, you with this fruit, Lord I'm Jesus! Fruit and I want my titties out. <sighs> Do you want? <laughs> there's a lot of blinking going on right now, guys. A do you want an armor and a sour, or do you want Washington apple? Well, you already said that we did crown last week, so you go ahead and you do your thing. All right, so um, armoretta sour. You can get your favorite armoretta. Um, we like De Serrano. It's good. Ice and sour mix. This one you can shake, you can stir, whatever your preference is. Always know your drink level. And like we always say, make sure you drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And we gonna get into the episode, y'all. Right? You ready? I'm definitely ready. I'm naked as hell out here. Let's go. All the time. All right, y'all, so let me just give you a little bit of background on Brianna, a.k.a. Valentina. She told me that I wasn't allowed to say her alias, but goddammit, I'm saying it because that's the sexy side. Uh, <laughs> but I've definitely known Brianna for what, bro? About what? A year, year and a half? We're going on two years, right? Two years in January? Yes, two years in January. This is my Facebook best friend. We've never seen each other in person, but we've had so many intimate moments, so many crying moments, so many sharing moments, so many praying moments. That's why I had to bring her to the table, to Brown Liquor, for her to give us some information. You know what I'm saying? Once again, on those papers, papers, papers. Uh, All right. Y'all, y'all can stop me anytime because y'all know I be on that bullshit when I be drinking. But we definitely going to get it kicked off. We're going to get it started. Say hi for the people, B. Hello, everyone. And thanks for um, having me. It's a pleasure to be here. We definitely had to have you on because, like I said, we've definitely been, 
internet besties for almost the last two years and we've been through so much and I've watched you go through so much this last past year and a half with you know what I'm saying your daughter with your ex-wife uh with uh custody battle that we get ready to get into I just feel like you have so much information to give to the community so that you know moving forward we can be able to have a handle on you know certain things that's why we definitely had to bring you here today let's get to it I have lots to share and again I just you know want to just put it out there that my journey obviously isn't you know going to be everyone's journey um you know and I will just put it out there that I am and I think I'm kind of still shocked that I'm going through this journey but um I will try to give as much insight um you know and if anybody has any you know questions after the podcast please send them um and i will try to answer them um accordingly cool drop your email real quick though if they wanted to get real personal with you oh you got my my email yeah like if somebody wanted to reach out you know what i'm saying or how however it is you want them to contact you right your facebook instagram whichever yeah so i've had to be um you know what? Let me think about that now that I just put it out there, because um, I've had to go pretty incognito. Um, oh, right, you know, with, right. So, um, so we'll we'll redirect the questions to us. <laughs> yeah, because because of the because of the situation uh, that what yes. you're going through right now. Got you. Yes. See, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Like this shit is important. We need y'all to like really be listening. Redirect sometimes. Yes. Okay. So why don't we have them send them to you guys and then you can filter them through me and then I'd be more than happy to send you both my responses. All right, no problem. We're going to go ahead, boo, and we're going to dive into this first question. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, so do you think when having a baby with a partner, there should be parental rights put in place on paper to be- to protect all parties? Well, first, let's just, because we don't know, like, your story. So, give us some background about your story and how we got here so that we'll know, like, how this all came about first. Sure. Hold, hold, hold on, B. So, why you let me go ahead and put my question out there if you was going to read that? Go ahead. I'm she, go ahead. <laughs> you feel me, though? All right, B, go ahead. I, I just wanted to put that out there real quick. That's my yeah, that's my uh, my other half. The those two though the story actually just really feeds well into your question. So um, both of you get props on you know asking two great questions. Um, so backstory. Um, so when I um, met my ex, you know, long 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 time ago, we were um, together thirteen years. Um, and so during the time that we talked about getting pregnant, um, my ex wasn't necessarily like gung ho, I guess. I mean, it was kind of take it or leave it kind of situation. Like not necessarily did we have to have kids. Um, but she knew how much being a mom really meant to me. I mean, I think being a mother, um, is probably one of the most amazing jobs, um, full time jobs. Um, that I have. Um, I will tell you, my kiddo um, is amazing. I'm obsessed with her, um, but that's another podcast. Um, so during the time that we were um, going through the process and, and talking about it uh, was probably right around 2012. Um, and of course, during that time, um, same-sex marriage wasn't legal. Um, so you kind of are really just kind of taking your chances on how things are going to go. Um, During that time, we really didn't, you know, even think about the parental rights or the legal aspects um, of having a kid. And, you know, it wasn't something that we had discussed previously because I don't think, I think for me, I didn't know that we would ever be here. Um, Mm -hmm. So back in 2012, you know, we reached out to um, a fertility um, company, um, you know, had our orientations, just kind of walked through the process, talked about the cost of, you know, whether we wanted to do um, intro into uterine insemination or if we wanted to do IVF. Um, obviously, there's huge costs to both. 
Um, we talked about insurance, um, who was going to carry, um, if we were going to use, um, you know, like a donor that we knew or if we were going to do a cryobank. Um, so we had this orientation and then, you know, as a couple, we talked about, you know, I would carry, was I going to use my egg, was I going to use hers, you know, those were all discussions that we went through. Um, and then we just started, you know, decided to start trying, um, probably in 2013. Um, so, uh, the kiddo, um, I will not use her name, of course, to protect, um, all of us. Um, so, the kiddo uh, was our fifth try, um, right? We had a number um, to how many tries that we were going to um, to go at this just because it's expensive. Um, I will mm-hmm. tell you, with everything, um, she cost a good $10,000. So um, she's still paying off that debt. Um, don't know if she'll go to college the first year, but we're still trying to work through that. <laughs> um, I know that's know, right. She's definitely worth it, um, you know, but I'm actually really proud because she's almost seven and I'm like, yeah, I've actually kept her alive for the last seven years. So um, pat on the back for me. Um, but <laughs> she was our fifth try. And I will tell you when you go through this process, it's very, very emotional. Um, you know, there were times when, you know, I thought I was pregnant and, you know, I would take a test and it wasn't. Um you know, and then you start to think that you're a failure or your body has failed you. Um, and I did get pregnant the fourth time that we tried, um, and I had a miscarriage. Um, I didn't really want to think that was what it was, um, but in fact it was. And come to find out, I had a thyroid imbalance, um, and that's why I wasn't able to sustain that um, pregnancy. Um, so got on some you know, thyroid medication, and then we tried one last time, and I tell you, I think I prayed more than I'd ever prayed before, um, just because it was so important to me, like, I wanted to be the mother that my mom was to me, and, um, I wanted to experience that, um, so I will just say to this whole entire process, um, I do believe that my ex came maybe once or twice, um, to the appointments to try to get pregnant. Um, I remember the last time um, I went by myself, right? Um, And that's something that you definitely want to share, but we can get into that more. Um, But I went by myself, um, and I knew that this was the last time that I was ever um, going to try to be a mom, right? And so in 2000... um, uh, in 14, um, I went in, uh, February, um, well, it was probably the end of January. I went in for the last time. Um, and then you wait that two weeks. Um, and I tested and very faint line, um, that I got. So I decided to take like six or seven more and here we are. We're pregnant, right? Um, so it was super exciting. I was over the moon, um, you know, and then told my my ex that we were pregnant. And I guess I didn't get the response that I was hoping for. Um, okay. So hold on, B. So that's a red yeah, flag right that, there. Right, right, right. So when you, when, when you didn't get the response that you thought that you was going to get, at that present time, were you were not thinking about any like putting any paperwork or anything like that into place, like parental no. rights, because you know through this process, of course you and you know what I'm saying the person that you were you know having the baby with your ex at the time, your wife at the time. We're gonna call her your ex. We're gonna say your wife at the time. You know what I'm saying? Did you see anything? I was like, oh, like, you know, like let me protect myself or anything like that. Were were you thinking on those? You know what I'm saying no. along those lines. Absolutely not. Never, never crossed my mind um, in a million years, right? Um, and I, I think that there was a lot of um, naiveness going on, right? I don't know if that's such a word, but... Um, We're going to make it was, one today, boo. I know, right? Right. <laughs> I was very much 
conditioned, right? Um, and we can talk about that too. I mean, or it's, it's actually one of the questions, um, you know, red flags and did I see things? But I think I was so caught up in just the fact that, like, I was having a baby, right? Nothing could ever, you know, take me from cloud 55 because I was going to be someone's mom. Um, so, no, like, none of that came into place. Um but to really answer the question, you know, should there have been? Of course. Um, even though, you know, same-sex marriage was not legal during that time, I think just having certain rights on papers and having it notarized would have definitely been the saving grace to what I'm going through now. Um, so I would say if you, you know, if you don't plan on getting married and you're just planning on, you know, co-parenting or if you're going to use a friend or whatever it may be, make sure you have some sort of agreement so that you're protected. Um, but most important that your child is protected, right? Right. right. Um, I'm in the space right now where every minute of my life is focused on um, fighting for my kid, right? And I don't want anybody to ever have to experience the heartache, the pain, right. the sadness, the trauma, um, you know, that not only am I going through, but I'm having to watch my kid make sense of. And that is probably the hardest thing I'm having to do at this moment as a parent. Right. And just being a friend to you, like I said, we definitely have been best friends online for like almost the last past two years. I've had to watch you go through things, you know what I'm saying, just over the phone, just through conversation. There would be some days that I would just be worried and I would check on you, uh, you know, multiple times throughout the day. I would ask you how, you know, your your child was doing throughout the whole process as well. And yes, these things are real. You were definitely going through a lot. The, you're still going through a lot. The baby is still going through a lot. And uh, were you you guys, you said that y'all weren't married when you started the process, or you were? We were, yep, we All were. Right. So we got um, married in 2010. I try to forget a lot of that, but I believe it was 2010 um, that we actually got married. Did you, you know what I'm saying, ever think to, like, put a prenup agreement in there? Did y'all have a prenup agreement? No, um, I don't even really think that. Again, um, you know, being a part of the lesbian community, that was anything, you know, that was talked about or discussed, right? And I remember, you know, having this conversation um, with my sister. I'm like, isn't there like a handbook, right? Like, I feel like there should be a handbook <laughs> when you have a lesbian relationship. Because, right. I mean, I, I was, you know, engaged to a man way, 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 way back in the day, right? And things just seem so normal, right? Quote, unquote, normal um, when you're in a heterosexual relationship. And then here you have, like, this other side that you're like, what the hell does all of this mean? So I definitely think that there should have been a handbook because, um, no, never thought about a prenup, um, never, you know, looked into it. Um, it was just kind of like... You live life as a couple, and what's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine, right? Um, All right. Well, let me ask you this. Let me let me ask yeah. you this. Everything that you've been through. Now that you know what I'm saying, you and the ex, because of course she's an ex. That means that you yeah. guys are not married anymore. Moving forward, you know what I'm saying. If you're dating somebody else, if you do decide to go down that path again to get married, mm-hmm. would you? get a prenup do you think that it's wise for us and you know what i'm saying in the community as women because yeah. you know they say women and men have prenups women and women should we have prenups should we have that paperwork going in like usher shad right. um yeah um you know i think it's a conversation that definitely should happen um you know, early on, right? I mean, if you think that this is a relationship that you are definitely going to be at, like, I'm going to marry her, you know, this is my day, you know, for life, whatever, whatever, we're in it for the long haul, 10 toes down, whatever, whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a protection, right? And I think for myself, it's a protection for me and my daughter when it comes to finances, when it comes to assets, um, you know, and such. Now, I will tell you, I ain't got much, um, but what I do have... I take pride in that, right? And I want to protect 
what I've, ex- you know, worked extremely hard for, um, especially for the both of us, whether it's, you know, you build your credit up, right? You want to keep that. Um, whether it's you don't have any credit cards, you know, and you don't want to have to deal with that. Like, yeah, like these things are important. There should be conversations. They should be open, honest, be very transparent. Um, and I think that's one thing that doesn't happen enough, right, is when right. there isn't enough communication, when there isn't enough hard conversations or uncomfortable conversations. Um, and it's like, oh, we'll talk about it. But, you know, you have to talk about it when both of you are present, right? You have to be present and be able to speak about these things, even though you're like, oh, no, I trust you. Yeah, well, I thought I trusted her as well, too. Um, and every day, I kind of, like, want to burn her house down. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, like, so- it's, I feel like that's one of the things that, like, it's easy to say what you will and won't do when the relationship is new, when it's fresh, when you're yeah. still in that honeymoon stage and y'all are talking about kids and everything is easy because there is no kids yet. And then... Right. You don't think about the breakup. Like nobody think nobody thinks about the be- the end in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like because we're supposed yeah. to be together forever, right. right? And it's one of those things. Like what was that old book? The Seven Habits of Whatever. Where it was like begin with the end in mind. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the things that you should definitely, like you said, like those kind of conversations should be had when you first start the relationship and. Like I said, it's easy to say what you will and won't do when the situation is not present. But putting that paperwork in place when you have that conversation with that person and they agree to certain terms and conditions. It's like when you agree to the terms and conditions on your Apple phone, when they send you them updates, you don't read all that. (laughs) You just click it and you you go on about your business because you like at the end of the day, I need my phone. So... It's easy to say what you will and won't do when the situation is not present. But once you have that conversation, I would be like, all right, if this is how we moving forward, once the relationship is established, let's go ahead and put this on paper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, again, I mean, I just like you said, I mean, we, we sign agreements all the time without reading the fine print, right? Right. I didn't even um, think about that. That's why I, it, it, and you can't take back you know, like, I don't regret, um, I don't like where I'm at now, but at one point I did love her, right? And at one point, right, right, that you loved me too, and we, we had love for each other. Um, but I will also say it is one of those things where I look at it and I, I go to the earth for my kid, right? There isn't anything or any amount of money that I won't spend to protect her. Um, but then at the other point, like, I'm doing all of the parenting, right? I mean, and that doesn't just mean getting her up in the morning. It's getting her up in the morning, packing her lunch, packing her backpack, doing homework, taking her to, you know, whatever it may be, doctor's appointments, missing work. It's, right. It's whatever financial the, experience, ex, expenses yes. might be involved in that. That's a lot. Yes, it is a lot. And do I wish that there were two of us sharing this? Absolutely. Like, who wouldn't, right? When I am tapped out at the end of the day, I don't have another person that I can say, like, yo, Vey, like, can I just get five minutes to take a shower and not have to eat my Oreos in the bathroom, right? Um, <laughs> right. You know, I've done that many a times where I've had to just go eat my Oreos in the bathroom and I can still hear her saying, mom, mom, mom. Um, but, again, that's the life that I chose and that right. is the life that I continue to do regardless if it's me or if it's with someone else. Um, one little note that I will tell you um, and share with, with the world, um, I guess, is that when my ex and I separated, um, you know, we'll talk about this, what I had to kind of like grow into um, and get over. Um one, I was fearful, right? Like, I, I I, was fearful of what was to come. And, you know, I shared this with Nikki many a times that there was a point where I was going to give my baby up for adoption, right? Like, these things went through my head where mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, this isn't the life I had planned for you. Um, this isn't the life that I want you to have. Like, I knew 
what it was like growing up without both of my parents, right? I watched my mom struggle as a single parent um, financially and, you know, try to do the best that she could having two kids and working at Kmart during the time, right? Um, So there were so many times when I'm like, she deserves better, right? If I can't give that to her, like there's going to be a loving family. And I'm trying to say this without crying. So, um, we got you, B, we here. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, but there's a loving family that, um, hold on a second. Sip your wine, but right, right. Sip your wine. Take a sip. sip. (laughs) You done done took us to church already. Take a deep breath and take a sip. But that's that that in itself is uh, yeah that in itself is already like a challenge to even come to that place like that's hard to even admit to someone to say out loud like that alone shows the strength that you have Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because like you said you knew you weren't able to give her what you wanted to give her initially so you considered a better option for your child it's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's just that's just emotion. That's just us yeah. being women and putting somebody else's needs. You put your child's yeah, needs before, before your, your own. own. Oh man. That's yeah. any mom. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you no, know, um and then she would wake up every morning and would greet me with this smile and you know uh, you know, uh, a hi mom, you know, or, and I love you. Right. Um, and she was a year and a half at this time. Um, you know, and I, then, you know, I had to pray about it and, you know, I really had to lean on God and, and just ask him, like, if this is your will for me to do, to raise this kid, to parent her, to be her mother, like, I need, I need you to give me a sign, right? I need you to tell me, that you have me. I need you to tell me that I got this. I need you to tell me that you're going to be here for the long haul. And, you know, there, there was just this, you know, kind of revelation that I'm like, no, I've wanted this. I wanted her. Um, you know, she didn't ask to be here. Right. Right. I had, she didn't ask, um, to be born. I wanted her. And so, you know, it took me a good, you know, two and a half years to, you know, get myself together. There were lots of tears. Um, there were lots of not eating. Um, I will tell you, I lost a hell of a lot of weight and I looked sexy. And so one day, I looked in the mirror, I'm like, Girl, <laughs> hold up, though, B. I, I, hold up, though, B. Right? Wait um, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because you said yeah. that there was a lot of sexiness going on. There was a lot of meals that were missed. Still. Still in the midst of you going through this whole process. Yeah. You never once stop to think, like, maybe I should put something in place just to protect me and and, 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 and my baby. No. No. It was just the love? It was just the love? The love had you going. So, okay. Okay, wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Cause I do like, cause I want, I want, I want our listeners to hear this. Like I want y'all to hear this because we do as women, we get blinded by love. I'm not even going, I'm not even going to say blinded. I'm just going to say wrapped up. It's a blanket. Cause we do as women. That's where we feel comfortable, man. We feel comfortable being wrapped up in that love. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's basically what we're, we're, we're holding on to. And yeah, without I mean, that love, you know what I'm saying? Like we're 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 naked. Right. I, I hear I, I hear you. You trying to get it out there? What's up? Yeah, I would I would probably more or less say like I was banking on us getting back together, right? Um, because that's what happens, right? Like that's right. what happens on the TV. Um, so why does it happen in real life, right? I mean, that's that's what I. When I took those vows, right, for better, for worse, richer, for poorer, sickness and in health, right, you don't give up. Right. Right? Things get hard. Shit gets hard. Relationships aren't easy, whether it's man or woman, you know, female to female, male to male. Relationships aren't easy. It's not all sunshine, rainbows, unicorns. 
It doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But you don't just automatically walk away. And I wasn't, I don't think I was ready to accept the fact that she just walked away. Right? It was easy for her to walk away. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why is it so easy for you to just be done, right? Like, what was missing? Did I not ask questions right? Did I not do this right? So I played in my mind, like, where did I go wrong, right? Because in the relationship, I had to take my responsibility, right? I had to take accountability and ownership for what I could have done, what I didn't do. You know, what if I would have done this? But then I had to stop for a minute, and I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. We're not going to beat ourselves up, right? We are where we are. We either move forward or I'm going to just stay here in this rut and be like, oh, woe is me. I'm now stuck with this kid. Um, I'm single. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, no. <laughs> I reinvented myself, right? So as I said, I lost a lot of weight. I was almost 300 pounds. And after that two and a, two, two and a half years, I was down to like 150, 145 pounds. Yes, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> diabetes ass and high blood pressure, and it's and, and this head right now. What is you like one ninety two? She she getting her sexy on right now though. Still, yeah. she's getting her sexy yeah. on right now, even though she right. going through some shit. So okay, so we talked about kind of like you know what was the expectation for the marriage, how the whole you know baby process, process came about right. you didn't have the papers in place you were thinking y'all were going to get back together that's just the natural ebb and flow of a relationship yeah. so talk about where you are now like i know you mentioned in the beginning you never would have thought you would be in this place so explain kind of what it is i mean you could give as much detail or as little detail as you want to but let the people know like what it is that you're going through now so that they understand why it is important to have papers in place right. and and know the laws in your city about co-parenting and all of having that. Having baby having yeah. having a baby within marriage, uh being in a relationship, being married, prenups, like tell us. Boom, what it yeah. is. Yeah, well, um, Life, life has been um, an absolute roller coaster. Um, there have been some amazing things. Um, there have been some really tough parts um, to this. Um, so, about a year and a half ago, um, you know, life was as as good as it could have been. Because um, back in November of 2019. Um, I was in a relationship. Um, my ex um, was in a relationship. Um, you know, we got to an argument, and that was the first time she said that she was done, um, and she no longer wanted to see um, the kiddo. So, me, I'm like, cool. I'm gonna act accordingly. Um, you're not gonna see her. Okay. So, that was in 2019. Uh, come February of 2020. Um, the kiddo hadn't seen her, hadn't spent time with her. We weren't in communication. Um, come February 2020, I was served with court papers by um, a local sheriff um, at my job. Okay. And that, hold up, though, B. That's right when we really, like, that's when we met each other, though, right? Like, we was busting um, it up, kicking it, getting it, getting to know each other. And you didn't even yeah. tell me that that went down. Yeah. That's yeah, something I embarrassing to share. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I, I, especially when you're first getting to know a person. I, right. I wouldn't just come out it. with, hey, I just got served papers. No, like, I get it. <laughs> I mean, later on down the line, though, because we formed that that yeah. friendship, she did end up letting me know exactly what was going on. But it's crazy, yeah. though, because God, and I, and I say that to say this, God does everything on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And I was going through what I was going through with my mother, uh, losing my mother. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I had just, you know, said came out. I'm not going well, came out of a, a abusive relationship or whatnot, would not be you were going through your thing. So you came in my life and I came in your life like at the perfect time. You didn't know that, you know what I'm saying? Your ex was right. going to do what it is that 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 she did, but we were just meeting meeting each other like 
online. And I'm just happy that I was that person that you could feel comfortable with to indulge everything that you were going through with me. And you know what I'm saying? I'm just glad that I was able to be that friend. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's weird. Um, and I'm sure people are probably like, what? These two fuckers haven't really, oh, sorry. I'm swearing over here. Um, sorry. You fine girl. You can curse on this podcast. You can, is your titties out? Cause mine's is out. Oh, see, B ain't listen to the podcast. See, now, now you, now we about to, we about to, we about to hit you with the brand because you ain't, you ain't listen to the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, you would know you're supposed to have your titties out. That's your, 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 your naked Nikki, right? Right. So I already know this that you don't wear clothes. Um, so I already. That's true. Um, so again, um. There's probably a lot of you that I do know about, right? Like I said, that's I true. Like that's after. true. I, I can't, I can't beat you um, over the head with that one. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, so we we have that relationship, but yeah, I would say, um, you know, God puts people in your life for all the right reasons and for the important reasons, and I will say that you are one person who knows my entire ins and outs, right? And, um. And I trust you with that. And it's probably funny. Again, like I said, people are probably like, these two fuckers haven't met each other. How can you trust someone? Um, no, I you trust know, you. Right. Um, you know, if it came to my life and I was, you know, locked up and I'm like, hey, I, I need you to come get me out. Like, I know you're going to come get me out. If I need you to come handle something, I know that I can call you and you're going to come handle it. Right. Um, but I would say that this journey Right. And I think if it wasn't having that person and, you know, we talk about, you know, how, how have I continued to remain strong? Right. It's from the amazing support team um, that I have. Right. And so I call them our, our, our warriors. Um, And I truly and honestly feel that it's not a big team. Right. And it doesn't always have to be a big team because there are going to be people who are going to, to your face, celebrate you and help you. But behind your back, they're going to talk about you. Right. Exactly. That one person that shares the information with your ex or, or what, you know, or, or whatnot. And I've had to even cut off my own family um, because of that. Um, so just kind of, you know, where we are, um, February, I was served court papers, um, and it was funny because I had to then meet with my ex-attorney. I didn't have an attorney at this time, and that very first meeting, she had drafted up, like, this 50-page document talking about 50-50, and I looked at her, and I was like, ooh, honey, I was like, I'm sorry if you thought I was coming here to sign um, someone's life away. I was like, not today. Not right. today. I was like, are not going to hit me with something and think that I'm stupid enough to sign over. I know that's what I wasn't going to do, right? Through all of the other crap that I didn't do and I should have done, I know my child's life wasn't going to be signed over to nobody for no 50-50. Oh, hell no. See, that's Um, crazy, though, because now the paperwork is coming in. Yes. Now the paperwork is coming in. It's crazy because, like you said, for her to tell you that she didn't want to see the child and then she ended up serving you with papers yes yes because i was i was acting accordingly right i was acting according to your wishes you ain't gotta say nothing you ain't gotta do nothing you ain't gotta show up you ain't gotta be present you ain't even gotta sneeze right like just take your life and move on um so from february until now y'all when I say I have been through it, <laughs> I have been through it. I have been through it. I have been through, I know. I, you know, uh, I've been through CPS calls. I've been told that I abuse my kid, that I neglect her. I beat her. I have her in cracked out roach motels and I have her, right? Like, it doesn't stop. The part that we're at now is that I'm being stopped, okay? If you but hold up, though, seen... B. But hold up, yep. though. Before, before you get into that part right there. Oh, okay. Yes. I just want to say. Yes. Moving, like, moving forward. Because of where you're at, like, right now, you're going through the stalking. You're going through, you know what I'm saying? Your ex just being 
out of control, doing everything that she can do to just stop you from being a good parent. Paperwork. Yes. Yeah. I, we're at the point now where we have had um, orders for placement um, for visitation. Um, and right now, um, you know, we are now hopefully, um, or I should say we are nearing the end of it, um, with trial, um, and with trial will come, um, final arrangements when it comes to, um, custody, placement, and, um, uh, child support but I will tell you just throughout this whole entire process there have been numerous attempts to get things in writing um, you know that are beneficial for the safety health and well-being for the kiddo and she's never agreed to it so from from the point of I would say up until let's see when did I start paperwork I want to go back to 2000 and 17 probably 2017 is when I really started to document every conversation every agreement that I tried to make every kind of co-parenting um I started to document um by this time I probably could represent myself um, right (laughs) you know versed in all of this or if you ever need an attorney I mean let let me go get my attorney license real quick right you say reach Um, out to me Right? Yeah, reach out to me if you have any questions um, in regards to this, because I think I know it all by now. But I got you. Um, but hold on, B, though. One, just one question real quick. And this is yeah. for our, our listeners as well. So yeah. it would definitely be in our best interest. Anybody yes. that is trying to have children in a domestic partnership, marriage, if we are woman and woman, man and woman, we definitely want to take a look at our laws, basically, yes. in our state. Yes. To, you know what I'm saying? Before we start having children, yes. so that we can see where we stand parenting-wise. Because as you stated, you have went through a lot. You're still going yeah. through a lot. Wisconsin, yeah. uh, and, and I'm a witness to this because, like I said, B, that, that's definitely my bestie. So I'm a witness to what she's had she's been going through in Wisconsin being a parent having to go through the trials and tribulations with her ex about her child so that she can gain control and it's just crazy like it was to the point to where I was getting ready to go down there and start burning shit down like wait a minute like this isn't like this isn't fair so once again like when you are getting ready to have a child, and if you're getting ready to have a child with your domestic partner, uh, please, you want to take a look at your laws in your state, in your city, on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So that you're not blindsided. If something like this was to come up, you will be able to take the necessary precautions, and you would have that paperwork in place to protect yourself, to protect your, uh, to protect your seed, and to protect... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The person that you're with as well. That at yeah. the time that you love or later on down the line that you love, like I said, you could actually pass away. It doesn't have to be a negative standpoint. It could just yeah. be, you know what I'm saying, natural causes. Precaution. Precaution, yeah. yes. Boom, there Absolutely. you have it. So, and, and yes. make sure that you reach out to, you know, and know that yes you can do most of this on your own and doing the research but i firmly believe that you need to reach out to an attorney or a lawyer um, or someone who practices in same-sex laws Um, because as of right now wisconsin doesn't have many attorneys right so like my attorney doesn't necessarily know everything about same-sex laws in Wisconsin, but she works in family law. And because it's a whole nother avenue, right? It's a whole nother, um, you know, I I don't want to say beast because I don't ever want our LGBTQ plus community to ever think that it's a negative thing. But because it's so new that they don't look at, um, you know, our laws 
as separate laws, right? We fit under the category as every other um, heterosexual couple, which is really the hard part um, that I'm actually facing here in the state of Wisconsin because she can send me $10. That's the bare minimum. She still deserves, according to Wisconsin state laws, um, that That's still crazy. some sort of visitation, right? get a biscuit meal with that. <laughs> right? Right? Exactly. But it, it doesn't it doesn't, it's not working in my favor. So I'm having to really fight extra hard. So yes, know, know your laws in the state that you're in, reach out to legal counsel, um, and make sure that you're both are in agreement of that, right? If someone's like, no, I don't want to, like, you can't just half step it because there's two of you, right? And Mm -hmm. it's just going to protect everybody in the long run. And it's going to prevent you for being on your own episode of Obsessed or Movie of Obsessed. Or Snap um, for smacking a bitch and maybe stabbing um, her. Right, exactly. Or on First 48, I don't know, whatever one you want. Because I feel like I'm in all three, right? First 48, Law and Order, Snapped, Obsessed, Man, let me say this though. Let me say this though, B, because I am your friend and I've been there and I know the ins and outs. Like We haven't been able to touch on a lot of things, but... Yo, like you've been through the ringer and you are one of the yeah. strongest people that I know. You haven't snapped. You haven't acted like a, a, a Shanti back in the day. If you ever seen that video where, where, where she stabbed her boyfriend, where you went right. and you like stabbed some shit, cut some shit out. Oh, I'm my fucking head about to pop off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you've really, like you've kept your composure. You stayed true to God. You've prayed. You know what I'm saying? You've cried. You've went to your support system. And uh, you know what I'm saying? We've definitely been there and tried to be there and support you through everything that you were going through. I definitely appreciate you for coming out tonight and basically, you know what I'm saying? Just sharing, letting us know that we need, like at the end of the day, though, I just need to hear you said, do we need to have that paperwork in place? Do you feel like you needed to have like that paperwork in place moving forward? Because now you're going through, like I said, everything. I think we may have asked this question, you know what I'm saying, a couple of times before, but you just telling your story right now and, and we wrapping it up. In hindsight, do you think it would be better if you had paperwork in place? So if I could share on a big screen, it would have the word fuck in all capitals. <laughs> Italicize, I don't know, with, with glitter on it. Um, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can't stress enough the importance of, of having the things that you need in place so that it's a protection, right? I wish I would have known a lot of these things um, prior, um, but you know, it's it's been a growing experience. Um, and I will I will tell you um, that one of the questions that I have always gotten is, um, you know, what are some important takeaways, um, you know, that I've had to go through um, or that I've really thought about within the last year and a half, right? Um, right. So one is don't lose who you are, right? Amen. Um, love yourself. Amen. Um, I had to relearn who I was because in the 13 years, I lost my identity. I lost my identity, which I then kind of look back on that that form of isolation is a form of abuse, right? There were some red flags that I didn't even recognize that other people had to, um, you know, really share with me over the course of, of the time. Um, so really being true to yourself, um, continue to be your own individual. Um, because again, you can love your partner, but I'm sorry. I don't want to see you 24 seven. I mean, we already have to sleep in the same bed. We're already knowing that we're going to see each other when we're 80 and I got to wipe your butt, you know, at some point. Um, but be your own individual, right? Don't forget that you deserve to have friends. You deserve to go out. You deserve to celebrate you and to love on you. Um, 
you know, in your relationship, um, but also for yourself, be open, be honest, be transparent, do some self-reflection. Um, granted, it's hard, um, but I can't express enough how communication is key. Um, and heal completely before entertaining the idea of a new relationship. I can't tell you how important it is that if I can't love myself, how am I ever going to love somebody unconditionally with my whole heart and whole being if I can't find that love? Conversation right there. Um, so heal completely before you decide that you're going to drag somebody else into your mess. Yeah, and it's not, fair. it's not fair. Um, and to recognize that your appearance may or may not change, mine changed, and I loved it, right? That's where Valentina um, came to be born. There's this new age of sexiness that I have loved about myself. Um, you know, that could be another podcast. If you want to talk about Nine Inches, we could talk about that again later on. But there you go. No, no, no. Come on, boo. Wrap it up. <laughs> there you go. You almost got me fired with that nine inches shit. Yeah, you did. I was scared. I had to take a whole leave of absence because of that shit, B. I know I should have had us all on mute. That's crazy as hell. All right, right. boo man. I definitely love you and thank you for coming out yes. and you know what I'm saying and, and, and giving us the inside scoop on that paperwork. Absolutely. Gotta get those papers. Papers. Right. Oh, I, I want to be yeah. usher like singing so bad right now. Um, signed, sealed, delivered. Uh, I don't care if you have to have them notarized a million and ten times, um, but make sure you um, have your shit in order because um, you don't want to be where I'm at. But I will tell you, I'm on top, right? I am on top, um, reaching, reaching for for greatness. Um, none of this is going to stop me from being the badass that I am. So that's right. Um, and, and at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. So it might have just been all a part of helping you discover your strength. Because that might have been something you didn't realize you had. Like, so it all it all comes full circle. So, it does. And I tell you whatever God has meant it to be. Um, I hope he's got a trip to somewhere for me. Um, <laughs> it's going to be needed. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> Well, we definitely thank you. We appreciate you. And don't hang up. We're just going to, we're going to, we're going to wrap up the episode, but you just don't go nowhere. Okay. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Thanks for coming on though. We definitely appreciate you and all that information. Absolutely. Anytime. All right, boo.